Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Everybody and welcome to the show. We are broadcasting from a undisclosed location, super secret. I'm I'm bunkered down. I'm hidden. Uh, after we uh, did the whole DC thing and blew this up about the CIA, DOD involvement, I had to go hide so that they don't shoot me. Okay, I'm kidding. That's not actually what I'm doing. Uh, we're actually uh, had to, had some more travel. We're fighting everywhere. It's what we do. So you know, we went from DC uh, way out west. So. I had to go out west. I'm uh, in Nevada right now. I'm going to be uh, with my friend Robert Beatles on Friday. And uh, we're, we're doing a bunch of stuff up till then. So lots of good things happen. We're still fighting. We're fighting everywhere. But, you know, the thing that I really want to talk about today is uh, the MTG hearing, right? So Marjorie Taylor Greene, is, she did an amazing hearing. And, you know, it was an interesting thing as I was building up to this, right? So I had a lot of people, I was promoting it on social media and different things, and I had a lot of people saying, well, why are you doing this? It's more talk and it's more this, it's more that. This was the first hearing where we were actually able to talk about real issues in front of Congress people. Now, you've got to understand something. Yeah, You've got the COVID committee, and the COVID committee is headed up, it's, it's garbage, right? And that's part of the reason that MTG did this was that the COVID committee won't actually investigate or do anything real. It's headed up by a guy named Brad Winstrup, who's from Ohio. But uh, Brad Winstrup in 2022 got $168,000 from Big Pharma. Think about that. Then think about how much extra they gave the Republican Party and everybody else. Brad Wenstrup is a, a big pharma guy, right? He's not going to actually do anything real. He is not talking about the vaccines, vaccine injuries. He's not talking about who actually did anything. All the COVID committee is doing is, uh, you know, coming up with, well, it's Fauci's fault and uh, it's China. The problem with that is, is that it's not just Fauci's fault and it's not just China. Both are bad actors for sure. But you have to understand that the core problem is the United States Department of Defense and the Central Intelligence Agencies, along with their their you know minions that they've got uh, all over the place, yeah, HHS, DHS, uh, you know, State Department. I mean, they're all over the place. But CIA and DoD are into everything, and you have to understand one of the most important things I talked about at this hearing. And no one has brought this up in Congress up till now. It's absolutely crucial. Is the DOD and CIA's involvement in this? The DOD and CIA are absolutely the core problem that we have. It's not just HHS. Everybody thinks it's Fauci. Well, Fauci is in charge of uh, bioweapons. By law, uh, in his position, he was watching over the bioweapon stuff. Well, what do you think this is? Now, I want you. To, I want to start out with this. When you talk about bioweapons, understand that when we talk about gain-of-function work, from a legal perspective, gain-of-function work and bioweapons development are the same thing, okay? The only difference is motive. So the process by which you create a disease that you're going to make a bioweapon is the exact same process by which you, you take a virus and... Yeah, 
do gain-of-function research. Gain-of-function research means taking something, making it more deadly, more pathogenic, or whatever. Uh, no difference. The only difference is, is when they call it gain-of-function, they say that they're doing it so they can develop a cure. When they call it bioweapons, nobody likes it. It's just a way of relabeling the same thing. Because actually, if you if you dig into this, what you find out is the Department of Defense is historically, they always create vaccines at the same time that they do bioweapons work. The reason for that is, is if they create a bioweapon, they don't have a way to treat it, what goods are going to do? It's going to kill their own soldiers. So they don't want that. <clears throat> so understand that these are two sides of the same coin. The th when we look at how this happens, though, the thing that you've got to ask yourself to do this gain-of-function research in Wuhan, China, what had to happen, right? Well, China didn't have the technology to do it. So we fund EcoHealth Alliance and their partner organizations. And those organizations then take, take their knowledge, take their know-how, go to China, show them how to do all these things, and then do it in a Chinese lab. Now, you got to understand that doing that means that they are transferring the technology, knowledge, and know-how necessary for bioweapons development to a Chinese lab you know, controlled by the CCP, who's openly said that they wanted to use bioweapons against the United States. So we transferred the technology, the knowledge, the know-how to a country that hates us and who said that they're going to use that against us. Think about how stupid that is. Okay. So as you're thinking about that, I want you to understand this also. Uh, when we To transfer that technology for Ralph Barrick and, and uh, Peter Daszak and all these guys to do, do whatever they had to over there, there are export controls. There's laws that are related to the export of, of technology and science and things like that, particularly technology and science that could be used for bioweapons development. This is 100% something. Uh, coronaviruses are actually classified under federal regulations as, as abnormally dangerous. This is not something that they could do without approval. The DOD and CIA absolutely knew that we were transferring this technology to China. There is no question that they knew it. Not only did they know it, they had to approve it. And further, if you look at the USAID grants and all these other grants that you know are largely front groups for CIA, uh, there's no they they funded it, they funded it. Yes, Fauci funded it, uh, but so did so did DOD CIA. This was an absolute inside job. The COVID nineteen uh, disease that was all over and that they claim killed everybody was a disease we created. We, the United States. We did it with the CCP. Why are we partnering with the Chinese Communist Party to create bioweapons? Now, they've lied about all of this, right? We have the receipts. We know that this is what happened, but they lied about all of it. Okay, well, now let's look at event 201. Let's look at all the documents, all the PPE that was sold before COVID was actually out and all these different things. And I wanna ask you, do you really think it was an accidental release? I don't think it was. I think this was intentional. 
And I'm going to go on record with that. I think that this disease was released. I think this virus was released. I think this was the ultimate insurance card to keep Trump 2020 from happening. I think that this was a, a long developed plan. Our data indicates that both the vi virus and the vaccine were developed by the mid 20 teens under the Obama administration. And, you know, we've got this, this horrible pandemic outbreak that was used to steal an election, plus transfer trillions of dollars of wealth, plus, I mean, basically everything that these bad guys would want to do to bring in the Great Reset and to make sure that Trump can't be there. Is it such a stretch? <clears throat> you know, we've got the evidence that shows all this stuff. And so to speculate a little bit, I mean, I think we've got a good faith uh, basis for making the argument that this was an intentional release designed to, to kick off the Great Reset and steal an election. This is something that Congress should be investigating. This is something that the COVID co uh, committee should be investigating. But they won't. And this was so frustrating to, to Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene that she actually did her own separate hearing. They won't ask real questions at the COVID committee because Brad Winstrup and the rest of these guys will not, they're bought off by Big Pharma. The COVID committee's owned. They were put there, they were assigned to it so that they could provide cover uh, to make it look like Congress was doing something, but to not actually get anything done. Well, Congresswoman Green says, you know, to hell with that. I mean, listen, MTG, what, Say what you want about her, but that woman is a, is a fireball. She goes. Now, I got a lot of people who were mad at MTG because of this issue or that issue. And I got a lot in social media. Hey, why are you doing this? It's MTG. And she did this and she did that. I don't care. I don't care one bit about that. She did right on this issue. And she promoted the hell out of it. The platform that we were given by speaking to Congress in this way was monumental. It was absolutely huge. We now have a, a large number of Congress people who are aware of things that they weren't aware of before. They were exposed to actual truth. They were exposed to reality. They know about the DNA contamination. They know about uh, you know the DOD CIA involvement. They know about all uh, the, what's going on with the babies and the reproductive issues and the miscarriages. This is now out because we had this hearing. Now, does that mean Congress is gonna act? No, it doesn't. But what it means is, is that there's now an opportunity to hold these guys politically accountable and to ask them the question. They can no longer say, we don't know what you're talking about, right? That's not a thing anymore. This is now out. It's available. MTG's got the data. So, so does uh, Ron Johnson, so does Higgins, Matt Gates. Uh, the, all, all these guys, there are a whole bunch of guys there. There are probably, I don't know, I'd say 10, 12 different Congress people that were at the hearing at any given time. Um, Thomas Massey, by the way, th I want to, by the way, I want to thank these guys, right? And one thing you got to understand to show up at this hearing was to say, I don't care about your big pharma money. For Massey, I think that's particularly good because remember, Massey is in uh, Rhino land in Kentucky home of Mitch McConnell, the ultimate sellout, the guy who also took, you know, the millions of dollars for the Republican headquarters from Pfizer. Mitch McConnell is completely and totally owned by Big Pharma. He's the biggest sellout in the, in Congress. And, you know, 
uh, but he's also the senior senator from the state of Kentucky, and Massey's got some some backbone to do what he did, and he he went to it. He really was strong on this. I was very impressed with Massey. I was very impressed with MTG. Uh, you know, listen, these guys. Higgins was really on top of some things. Um, there there were a bunch of them. Gates made a great statement. Uh, 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 David's but a bunch of guys were really really strong on this. And, and I urge you to, I actually, I want to stop right here and tell you guys, please, please get a hold of these people and tell them thank you. We've got to, we've got to give these guys some good PR. We've got to give them kudos for what they did. Now, MTG's actually came out and she's offered an amendment to make sure that we're defunding uh, adding any sort of, of COVID vaccines to the childhood vaccine schedule. And that's awesome. That's awesome. She actually is taking steps. So instead of just having a hearing and then doing nothing, MTG actually did something. So I'm going to tell you guys, um, it's very hard for me to have a whole lot of trust for anybody in Congress, but I'm very pleased with her actions. Her actions speak much louder than words. She held the hearing. She stood up. She spoke out. She called out the committee. She called out the crooked COVID committee. You know that the COVID committee uh, they they won't have guys like me come. They won't they won't let me speak because I'm going to tell the truth and I don't care whether they like the truth. Now I'm going to volunteer to come down and speak to them again. Happy to do it, but I don't expect an invitation. They don't want me down there because they can't tell me what to say and I'm going to say what I think is true regardless. I'm not going to whitewash it. And so you know these guys get get uh, you know orders from their lobbyist controllers that say, no, you can't have rents coming, dog, you can't have this. So you got to understand for MTG and and her crew to to actually invite, of all people, me, uh, you know, that was a super, super big deal. I mean, it was, it was a monumental thing that she did that. And uh, I mean, you got to understand that this was a big risk for her. So, and for every one of these guys that came to that hearing and asked questions and talked about things, this was a big political risk for them. You know, they're risking their job because, you know, big pharma is going to remember this. They're going to pour tons of money into whoever's campaigning against them or priming them. So, you know, that's why there's not more. But this was a wildly successful hearing. You know, along with that, we got out a lot of other information. One of the things that I didn't get out, uh, I, I alluded to, is I talked about the Hunter Biden connection. And the Hunter Biden connection is another thing that Congress should be investigating, particularly the Republicans, but they won't even re- investigate this because they know where it goes, right? Uh, one strip and crew, they haven't bothered. You know, I've made sure that they know that it's out there. But, of course, they'll say it's plausibly deniable, so they'll just deny it. Uh, but, you know, we've made sure that people could see this. We have the paper trail, right? So the paper trail is very simple on this. Hunter Biden was, you know, he's tied in with Rosemont Seneca. During the time that uh, EcoHealth Alliance was in the process of creating SARS-CoV-2, one of their partners that they announced they were working with was a company called Metabiota. Metabiota got some of the money for this, and Metabiota was also... Uh, one of the companies that was invested in by uh, Rosemont Seneca. So Hunter Biden was invested in Rosemont, uh, through Rosemont Seneca in uh, Metabiota. That means if Metabiota made money off the creation of SARS-CoV-2, 
Well, Hunter Biden might have made money. So this is something, I mean, I can't say for sure what Metabiota's role was or, uh, you know, did Hunter Biden actually make money off of this? But don't you think that's relevant? Don't you think it's relevant for the son of the guy who gets 10% for the big guy on everything from China and everything from Ukraine, you know, the most corrupt president in history? Don't you think it's relevant to investigate whether or not Hunter made any money off of SARS-CoV-2? I would say that's a pretty noteworthy thing. If you were the GOP and you really wanted to, to uh, you know, go after uh, Joe Biden politically, why wouldn't you investigate that? I mean, at least investigate it, right? God knows you don't do anything when you find out the truth, but at least investigate it. How much did they make? And what other connections are there between Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and uh, the CCP related to the creation of SARS-CoV-2? See, the reason that they won't investigate this is because ultimately what happens is, is this leads directly to DODCIA involvement, and the Republicans want no part of that. Along with Big Pharma, you know, the other big lobby group that backs Republicans is the military-industrial complex. I mean, anything in the military-industrial complex is, you know, that's why you get your, your war hawks, your neocons all over the Republican Party. It's, it's all about money. I mean, these guys, you know, haven't, haven't found an antiquated tank that they didn't want to buy. So, you know, this is a disaster. But that's why, that's why they don't want to investigate Hunter Biden's connection. Before I go any further, I want to tell you, support us on TomRuns.com. Support us on the America Out Loud Network and the Tom Renz Show. Uh, buy our books. We've got the two books out, CBDCs, uh, Why They Matter, and other essays. Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays. Both are the 404 series. They're available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you want to buy your books. They're available all over the place. Um, you know, just you have to search for them. Uh, they're, like I said, the 404 series. They're, they're a little hard to find because, you know, these guys aren't really pushing them too actively. They don't really want you finding them. But they're out there. And they're critical books. They're very short. I want you to understand these are very short books. We put them out there as an overview so that people can have a basic education about the topics, what's going on, you know, how they work, those sorts of things. And we, we do that particularly so that we can uh, just give people the talking points. I don't think anybody wants to read a 500-page book on mRNA. Uh, I don't think anybody wants to read a 500-page book on CBDCs. What they want to be able to do is read something in 15, 20 minutes and, and get the talking points. That's what these are, right? They're very straightforward. They're very easy to read. Uh, they're, they're written at, a, at a, a very accessible level. And, you know, that's kind of the big thing is just arming people with the truth that they need to do this. Also, please support us at uh, GiveSendGo slash Law. Please go to the Renz Law, give, send, go, and uh, support us there as well. Or TomRenz.com. You can donate there as well. Become a monthly subscriber. You know, five bucks a week, 20 bucks a month, that, that makes a world of difference. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. 
with known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. But back to the back to the issue at hand here, right? So we look at the millions of people who are dead from these COVID shots. Look at the millions more that are dead from COVID. All of this was developed at the same time, and it's looking more and more like all the conspiracy theorists were right that this isn't just a uh, well, you know, we've got a, a you know crazy group of people out here thinking that this happened. No, there's actually evidence to back up. This was pre-planned. It was premeditated. It was. It looks like it was released intentionally because why else would these guys know that it was coming? Where is our COVID committee? Where is the COVID committee on this? Why does Marjorie Taylor Greene have to have a separate hearing? Because Brad Winstrup and the crooks that are owned by Big Pharma won't do anything about this. Everybody needs to email or text or call or whatever Brad Winstrup and ask him. Hey, Brad, why are you blocking any real investigation into real issues around COVID, like vaccine injuries, DOD involvement, CIA involvement? Was America primarily responsible for creating this, or was it a CCP issue? I mean, I don't know who released it. Who did release it? Was it America? Was it CCP? And I do believe it was released. I have no evidence to suggest that this was an accidental thing. I have all sorts of evidence to suggest it was intentional. 
why are you having event 201 if it's not if you're not planning for this why are you buy why are ppe products being sold around the globe ahead of this if it's not happening why were covid tests being manufactured prior to covid this doesn't make any sense unless it's planned i absolutely believe this was planned folks i believe it was uh, you know, Hatch, I think this was, uh, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum have been talking about this forever. They were absolutely uh, absolutely central to this, right? This is a uh, big money, big billionaire, big pharma, big, you know, just this, this horrible group of people that were making money off of the death and carnage that was created by this. It's also the ultimate snake oil sale, right? You create the disease, you create the supposed cure, and then the supposed cure makes you sick and so you'll need another supposed cure from the cure seller, right? the snake oil salesman. That's what Big Pharma does. And remind you, remind you that Big Pharma doesn't even try and cure disease. They find treatments. Why do they do that? Have you ever noticed that when you're donating to cancer research, it's always for treatments and not cures? Have you noticed that this is what they always do? Why is that? Well, because there's a lot of money in treatments. You can keep treating a disease forever. If you cure it, there's no more money really need to ban any sort of uh, you know, focus on, on uh, I mean, treatments need to be a secondary thing at best. We need to be focusing on cures, but they don't want to do that. You know, um, Malone and uh, uh, Dr. Biss did a pretty good job of talking about their issues as well. I was very interested to hear it. You know, Malone uh, had some very interesting things. You know, he, he, he talked about that based on his work, uh, with you know CIA intelligence agencies, whatever, and I'm paraphrasing uh, that he uh, you know he firmly believes that this was uh, that they were tied in with it. He also talked extensively about the mod RNA thing that I've been talking about, right? So yep, it's mod RNA. Uh, yep, we modified it, uh, modified in the lab. So you know, yeah, it's interesting because I had a lot of people say, "Well, you're a lawyer, you don't know what you're talking about." Well, there you go, you got the doctor telling you now. Uh, you know, by the way, check out the book, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays. I might have been ahead of the curve here. So as we look at this, folks, you've got to understand that we really, uh, we got some critical information. We also got the fact out there, uh, Robert did a great job talking about the fact that every single part of this is a, is a pathogen. I mean, these things are poisons. There's nothing good coming out of this. Uh, the SV40 DNA contamination is a huge deal. It's recombinant. It, it changes your genetics permanently. Of course, we've got Klaus Schwab telling us that, you know, these vaccines are gene therapies and that they're going to permanently change your genome. But, you know, uh, if you called it gene therapy, you were censored and told that you were a fruitcake, even though Pfizer and Moderna, both in their documents, said that these are gene therapies. Everybody knew it was a gene therapy. These were designed and structured to change your genetics. Yet somehow, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're a hacker, a conspiracy theorist, if that's what you're talking about. So this whole, this was absolutely a, a huge deal. Uh, Dr. Biss, Kimberly Biss, you know what? She, uh, she did a good job. I was really impressed with her. She was very measured. Uh, she did a great job speaking. And uh, her experience and her background and her knowledge and that OBGYN, you know, baby community, you know, baby doctor community, right? Uh, Mind-blowing. And, you know, this is all stuff. One of the things that was interesting is almost everything that we've seen and talked about 
with stuff that we've already we've already put out, right? So, like when we talk about reproductive issues, we we're talking about that with DMED. You know, we were talking about that quite a while ago. We knew this was going to screw up your your reproduction, your ability to make babies, and you know, to it, miscarriages, all these other things. We knew that. I mean, that's been known since early on. But now we have the actual evidence. You know, we said it. It was predictable. We knew it was going to happen. FDA knew it was going to happen. It's in their documents. But now we see it happening. And so now we have someone who can testify to that. That's another big thing that we are actually able to get out. This made me really, really happy. You know, I got to talk about DMED. Because, you know, we actually went out and we dropped this DMED data. And I verified it every way from Tuesday. And we accused our military leaders of poisoning their soldiers. We gave data, we gave evidence, we gave this, we gave that. They come back and they have yet, the Department of Defense has not once responded under penalty of perjury or in a way that they could be cross-examined. Not once. All they did was they made one statement to a fact checker saying, DMAD, oh, that's not real. It was an error. It was a glitch. That's all they said. That was it. Really? A glitch? That's what happened. How many millions did we spend a year on DMED and it was a glitch? By the way, did you know that the glitch that they claim happened, they, they didn't say that, uh, that the, the data that we presented was wrong. They said the data from prior years was wrong. Five years? So, so this database, they want us to believe that this database was wrong for five years. Nobody caught it. And then they suddenly, magically... Uh, corrected it without even knowing there was a glitch. How did that happen? Does that strain credulity at all to anybody other than me? It's garbage. The DMED data, you know, I, listen, could there have been any errors in it? Maybe, I don't know. But at the end of the day, it was generally probably accurate in terms of reflecting the, the, the dangers and the signals that we need to be looking at. I stand behind the DMED data. And here's the deal. I gave real evidence. That evidence has been submitted to court. So I obviously did my due diligence and didn't lie or I'd have lost my license. Well, with that in mind, now that I've given real evidence that they did this, you're going to have to do a little bit better DOD than uh, there was a glitch. Okay. You're going to have to give us, if, if the DMED data was actually wrong, if there was a glitch, how about you give us access to all of the logs, all the data, all the changes that you made? Because we watched them changing it in real time as we blew the whistle on this. They changed the data. I want all the data. I want all the, the historic data and the current data. I want to know what you changed. I want to know why you changed it. I want to know what the basis for changing it was. How did you find hundreds of thousands of new cases, injuries, this, that, and the other for five years prior uh, to these COVID vaccines that, that you weren't able to find before. How is that accurate? I'd love to see that. Why don't you guys prove me wrong? Why don't you do something new and, and different and actually you know, be truthful and transparent? God forbid that there's truth or transparency from our federal government. But that's all they have to do, right? All they needed to do was to provide some truth and transparency and they could discredit me. They could have done that. Just go under oath, provide the data, and show that I'm wrong. It's been over a year. Ron Johnson has asked them numerous times what's going on. Not once has the Department of Defense actually responded in any way that was meaningful. Not once. 
We've accused them of killing the soldiers, and they don't even respond. And what? It didn't go. It didn't have enough reach. Hundreds of millions of people saw that. Hundreds of millions. Everybody saw that. It's one of the biggest things out there in terms of shaking the uh, shaking people to wake up on what was happening with these poison death jabs. But our DOD, they 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 don't have to respond to that. They just it's, oh, it's a it's a glitch, conspiracy theorist glitch. Okay, you want me? You expect me to believe that then? Across the board, this has been the issue, right? It's like the DNA and the vaccines. You want me to believe that this was an accident? You th- you, I don't actually know that I believe it was an accident. I don't. Yeah, you know, Malone had suggested that it would be a manufacturing error, defect. And, uh, you know, I, I certainly understand that. I understand the process. I've, I've done the homework. I get this. Um, but I don't know that I believe that. I don't know that I believe it was an accident. And why should I trust that? Why should I trust a group of people who've never lied, which was a point I made during the testimony? When do you trust a liar? When? Why would you ever trust a liar? You know, I don't think there's ever a good reason or a good time to trust a liar. So, you know, why would you do that? I think that's a foundational question. You know, they want to say that the DMED's wrong. Okay, well, give me some evidence. What are you going to show me? You want to say that you want to discredit me. You want to show me. So that, that, that was a foundational. I'm really glad that we were able to deal with that because there's a lot of controversy around that DMED stuff. And, you know, the simple fact of the matter is, is to me, until the DOD goes under oath and presents transparent and true data that we can examine and cross-examine by, with independent experts, I don't believe a damn word they say. Not one. A bunch of crooks. So we got that going on. Um, one of the other things that was really important that we got out there is we talked about liability. And yeah, I, one of the one of the Congress people I asked, you know, about liability. I said, "Well, I think there's a RICO case." I said, "It's probably five to eight million to ch- uh, to do it." Uh, you could probably go against the vax manufacturers on that, but I mean, I don't have five to eight million dollars, so I can't do it. I can, and that's my cost, right? That's to pay the attorneys necessary to to file that case. Um, <clears throat> You know, they could make some basic legislative changes in Congress that would take care of this. And that, you know, that's something that, you know, I hope they'll look at. But I don't know that they will. And certainly it'll be opposed. But the real thing that I think you have to look at is why do we have 85 layers of immunity for something that's safe and effective? Why do vaccines need need uh, product liability protections if they're safe and effective? That doesn't make any sense to me. You know, you don't. You only. You only need product liability protections if you've got a crappy product. So if these are safe and effective, why can't I sue them if they if I have problems? But you not only can't sue the vaccine manufacturers. You have to understand that the Department of Defense is the one that you would have to sue first, because they're the one distributing this. And under the contract that the DoD has with the pharmaceutical companies, to sue the DoD. You or the pharmaceutical companies, you'd have to get through the DOD first. And the DOD has to ensure that there's immunity provided for the pharmaceutical. So then you have to get through that. Yeah, but by the time you get to it, uh, to pharmaceutical companies, there's so many layers of insulation. Good luck. It's really a difficult and complex situation. And if you're one of the people who've been injured or killed from these poisons, well, you're kind of up a creek right now. Um, 
I, I'm working on this. You know, I, I believe that we'll have some good solutions. I think, you know, I've talked about the fact and maybe there'll be a bigger firm that is listening and has the funding to fi file a case, uh, a RICO case on this. You know, they could be done credibly. Uh, we could we could get past a 12B on this. And I think if we did, you know, that, that RICO case could potentially turn into some sort of a major a mass tort class action type situation if it was handled right. It'd be a complicated, complicated case. It'd be very, very difficult. That's why it costs so much. You can't just file this as a single attorney. You'd have to have a team of attorneys and paralegals who are dedicated full-time to this and nothing else. It's very expensive to do these kinds of cases. So, you know, we, the people can't afford it. They took all our money uh, when we had COVID and gave it to the billionaires. So we're kind of up a creek on this. I think that... Uh, I think it's really an interesting thing that, that you know, there's so many layers of protection, legal protection, were put in place on, on this uh, when no one knew that this pandemic was coming, right? I mean, that's their claim. They have no idea. I don't know. That's, again, just another thing that I think about when I think of them telling me that they didn't know that this wasn't planned. Of course, of course, that's the case. So, I, folks... This was a truly, truly important day. We got a ton of good uh, testimony out there. We got a ton of important issues out there before Congress. It was a very big deal. It was the kind of thing that had to happen. Uh, this was a first step. You know, this was a first step. It's not, it's not, we're not walking away from this having won it. But if we're lucky, if this has enough legs, if the clips that are out there of what we did have enough legs, if they're viral enough, it'll create political pressure. And that's the key, right? That's the key. There's no question, with enough political pressure, we can possibly force some of these corrupt rhino wannabe wussy sellouts to actually do something as though they had principles. To actually pretend for a minute that they gave, gave a crap about the American people more than they gave a crap about special mo interest money. And that make no mistakes. That's the real issue, right? So they're not going to investigate DODCIA because the military industrial complex has huge lobby money. And they are the reason that people like Lindsey Graham and what have you have their seat. Uh, they're not going to investigate Big Pharma because Big Pharma's got more money than they know what to do with. And they own the, the entirety of both parties. So... It leaves we the people in a pretty bad spot. And thank God for, you know, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Higgins, Johnson, you know, the, the people that had the bravery and the courage to actually do this. I admire that. Uh, and again, actions speak louder than words. So these guys actually did something. And granted, it was a hearing. It wasn't, you know, but then Marjorie Taylor Greene did follow it up with the amendment on the uh, childhood vaccine schedule which was a question again, is there any reason for a healthy kid to get this? And you know, both doctors said no, which is true. I mean, there's no reason. No healthy kids died from COVID until the vaccines came out. Then everybody starts dying. All right, please go to tomrens.com. You can do monthly donation, donations there. You can do, you know, do that, you know, 20 bucks a month. It makes a world of difference. Uh, go to Ren's Law, give, send, go. Give, send, go slash Ren's Law. We got to get some funding in here. Uh, when I'm when I'm traveling, when I'm speaking, you know, a lot of the stuff I do, I pay for out of my pocket, especially the legislative stuff. That's lawfare. That's critical that we do that. But you know, we got to have the funding to do it. We've done everything we've done off we the people. 
We, the people, have funded all of this, and it's making a difference. It's making progress. So please help us. Uh, also, you know, get the books. The CBDC book is crucial. Nobody's really talking about this issue, but it's foundational to our, our nation's future. They're trying to privatize the CBDCs now, uh, move it through private institutions, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's all about power and money and control. So, you know, the CBDCs, why they matter in other essays, part of the 404 series, it's a crucial thing. It's a very short, easy read. You know, I'll get people say, oh, it's very short. Of course it's very short. You, I, I, I'm telling you it's very short. And I want you to understand, I didn't want to write a tome on this. Nobody's going to want to read that. It's monetary policy. It'll put everybody to sleep. Nobody wants to read that. Uh, the same thing with mod RNA. Why it matters in other essays, another 404 series book. Very short. If you want to get into all the details of the biochemistry, we can do that. I've read it. I got all the resources. We can. I can write about that. But the thing is, most people just want to want to know how to talk about it. So we're giving you the basics. Why it matters, right? So please support us. Uh, support the America Out Loud Network and the Tom Ren Show. You got to share this stuff everywhere. Uh, share us, you know, our Rumble Live, our Twitter Live. Hit share. It doesn't take much. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. 
Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Okay, welcome back, everybody, and welcome to the Stack of Stuff. So lots to talk about in the Stack today, but I, I want to be real honest with you. My number one focus is this hearing, this MTG hearing. This was a huge deal, and uh, it's really something that I need people to see and to hear. So I want to I want to actually, uh, I want to thank the Vigilant Fox, right? So Fox has done a great job of getting information out there that not everybody's sharing, and uh, he's got a great platform on Twitter. He's, a, he's on Truth. He's on a bunch of different places. And I, I think he's got uh, Vigilant News now. Uh, but he's a good guy. I, you know, I know him. I've talked to him. He's a good, good guy. And, uh, you know, I hope you guys will support him and back him. But, yeah, what I want to do is I want to start out and I want to just play this. Right? I want to just play this and let you guys see what it is that we talked about yesterday. And this is one of the, one of the clips that I think is really important. Fox did a great job of getting this out. And so let me show you this clip. Here we go. All right. So far, so good. Technically, we've succeeded. All right. Now let's hit play here. See if this works. The layers of liability protection that exist right now are so profound that it's mind-blowing. Do you understand that when you got, well, I don't know if you got the shot. When, when someone no. got the shot, they didn't get it from Pfizer or Moderna. They got it from the DOD. The DOD distributed this. The contract with our federal government requires that to distribute this, the DOD had to ensure that there was uh, absolute immunity. So before we could, if you want to sue someone right now, you're going to have to sue the DOD. Good luck. If you get through them by proving intentionality, which is very difficult without the data, which they continue to hide, uh, this is why I'm encyclopedic in my knowledge of what occurred, because I've been trying to figure out how to sue these guys, and I have to get the data to prove the intentionality. I will tell you that I think there's a number of claims. I've looked at a RICO claim, which I think I could credibly make. I'll tell you that that claim would cost me 5 to $8 million, my cost to litigate. I don't have 5 to $8 million. And if I didn't have 5 to $8 million, I'd risk sanctions because I'd be bringing a case that I couldn't manage. So there, there are mechanisms moving forward. Now, before we get to how to get around this, because, I mean, realistically, if the vaccines are safe and effective, why do they need liability shield? I mean, why do we need 50 layers of liability for something that was so safe and so effective? Why is it that we passed law after law after law way before this whole COVID thing was going down to ensure that this sort of liability protection might be in place? And I'm going to answer this uh, because I want to bring something up that, that hasn't been touched on here. So we have the case in New York. I developed the case. It's against Eco Health Alliance for the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in the Wuhan lab. That case alleges that Eco Health Alliance uh, worked with the CCP in the Wuhan lab and uh, created, well, this, this nightmare that we've had. Let me ask you something. Does anybody in this room believe that we could transfer the technology necessary to do that sort of genetic engineering, that sort of bioweapon development? And I say bioweapon because, remember, dual-use research 
under the law, bioweapon, gain of function, two sides of the same coin. Does anybody believe that we transferred that sort of technology to a CCP lab without an okay from the DOD or CIA? I got news for you. They knew exactly what was going on. We have a ton of evidence on this. I'm gonna tell you further. I have right here in front of me from a report that we sent to a couple of people here in Congress before the 2022 election. It got about as much response as you guys are getting. Uh, that there was, a, there was a study, Dr. Malone could probably comment on this better than I can, but that study showed that there was a uh, 12 nucleotide sequence uh, that they that they found in a Moderna patent, which was a, a perfect uh, reverse match to what we have in SARS-CoV-2. That that uh, that patent was filed in 2016. Thanks, David Martin, for a lot of his patent research. But the thing that I want to tell you about, according to our case and the data that, and evidence that we've submitted, we believe that this this disease was actually developed in the mid 20 teens ish. We don't have a hard date, but around there. Uh, we, we hope that with discovery, we'll get a more specific date. Now, I want to share something else. And this is, this is speculative. And I was very hesitant to bring this forth. But I'm going to tell you, uh, because I have to keep the individual who gave me this data anonymous to protect them. So uh, I have, uh, and if we can put it up, I want to show you what I've got. This is a declaration from me signing because I, I cannot have this whistleblower's name anywhere. I witnessed this whistleblower do this. Uh, I have a separate declaration, which I will not make public. Uh, the, whistle, the whistleblower has brought forth to me, and I'm using whistleblower in a general term, but I have the military records, uh, military medical records from this individual. And uh, they were obtained through, through a court uh, proceeding. I can't say any more than that, but I will tell you that I will testify under oath. I'll put my hand on a Bible and put my license at risk saying that I can uh, confirm that I've done my due diligence on this as I would to present this to the court. Now, it would be challenged under the rules of evidence, I'm sure, but I want to share this, and I'm only sharing this so that you, with subpoena power, can ask a question. Scroll down to the next page, please. Uh, do you see what that, what that says? That blacked out page, which we had to black out because of the fact that it was personally identifiable medical information and also would have put the, the person at risk. Do you see the date there? November 14th at Irwin ACH, Fort Riley, Kansas, COVID-19 immunization, Moderna. Five, uh, five different instances. And following this page, you'll see five different instances where this person's medical record, you see at the very top, 2014, at Irwin ACH Fort Riley, Kansas, COVID-19 immunization by Moderna. Now, I'm not suggesting, well, I guess I am suggesting, that we, maybe we should ask why it is that this, uh, this soldier was apparently seen five times in 2014 for a COVID-19 immunization. Now, I again, I don't, I'm not gonna go out and tell you that this proves that this was built five, 10 years ago or that the timeline was entirely fraud. I'm gonna tell you that we ought to look into it. And if we're gonna ask questions, we ought to ask real questions. Our DOD and CIA were involved with this. To what extent? How long has this been involved? This was created in a lab in one of the greatest enemies to the United States of America. I'll let you fill in some blanks on the legal implications here. 
the lies, and remember also, I can't FOIA the DOD. I can't FOIA the CIA. I ain't going to get anywhere with that. You know as well as I do where that's going to go. It's a really interesting thing that the same DOD who I have these records from and who seem to be implicated in numerous other aspects of this and who are willing to take the blame and sign the contracts uh, would have had to sign off on the technology transfers necessary to do this with communist China. I want to ask the question, what's the real history of COVID? You know, uh, the Representative Davidson asked earlier about war Operation Warp Speed. Well, maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that timeline wasn't true. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Uh, and cannot say anything other than this is the evidence I have, and this is one small part of it. It's interesting going back over the questions that were asked. You mentioned shedding earlier. Someone asked about shedding. I can show you Pfizer documents where they talk about shedding. I can not only show you Pfizer documents where they talk about shedding, I can show you that in the Cominardi approval, they agreed to do a study, and the study protocol was based on oncolytic gene uh, products for gene therapy, something, 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 shedding. Okay? They admit their study. You don't run a multi-million dollar study unless there's a reason for it. Again, Dr. Malone and other experts can talk the value. All I can do is present you guys the evidence, and I've got an immense amount of it. That's right, folks. That's right. There is an immense amount of evidence here, and uh, it's been covered up. They've lied about it. They've done everything that they can to cover this up, right? everything that they can folks what what do you what do you need to see to start asking questions what do we have to have going on here i mean this is this is stuff that's absolutely uh you know i mean it's just mind-blowing you know we we have a department of defense that is quite clearly quite clearly uh covering this up. I mean, they were obviously involved in this from the beginning. And yeah, they're, they're covering it up. And we have a Congress that won't bother to look into this. Now, I want to show you another clip. Um, this is uh, this is Dr. Kimberly Biss. She was also here at the, t at the, uh, the hearing. And her testimony was huge. And I, I'm going to show you a little bit of this one. I don't know if we'll get through it all, but I want to show you this. So uh, Dr. Kimberly Biss, uh, she's an OBGYN. She digs, does babies and pregnancies, stuff like that, right? So that's right, folks. Miscarriage rate skyrocketed 100%. Can you imagine 100% increase? What changed in 2021? We had COVID in 2020. What changed in 2021? Vaccines. Oh, oh. These things are poison. These things are killing people, and it's time we demand accountability. It's only going to happen when we, the people, force it. I want to thank Marjorie Taylor Greene and all the rest of the Congress people who showed up for their courage to stand with the people instead of the special interests. I want to thank everybody for sharing. Uh, please share the Tom Wren Show, the America Out Loud Network. Please share everything that we're doing. Go to TomRens.com. We need donations. We need you to support our sponsors. Check out code RENS. Get discounts. Get bargains. Get this. Get that. Uh, buy our books, CBDCs, Why They Matter, and other essays. Uh, 
uh, mod RNA, why it matters in other essays. This is, these books are very short, very simple. They're on Amazon, they're on Barnes and Noble, they're everywhere, anywhere you want to find them. So please get our books, support our work, help us keep fighting, right? When you buy our books, when you go to our sponsors, when you donate to the Renslaw Give, Send, Go, those things all help us move the ball down the field. They help us in a massive way. So please help us help you, help us fight this fight, stand with us, support us, support our sponsors, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back again very soon.